bringing to you the stories that have never been told, the news that has yet to unfold, and the voices you have not heard. This is the Caribbean Cannabis Channel, where we meditate and educate on all things ganja within the Caribbean region, with your host, Prophet Nati. Bless greetings everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Caribbean Cannabis Channel. But for me and, and the guest here, it's welcome back by, by three times <laughs> as, we have a, as we have a story. And the story, <laughs> the story always makes for an interesting show, as I said. And today we are meditating and educating with a, a brethren, a doc and a consultant from the Bahamas and also someone who has experience working in diaspora and it's always good to get experience in diaspora and not just staying there, but he's someone who has come back and is continue, continuously expanding as well as working with the cannabis industry or developing the cannabis industry in his nation. And we always appreciate those things because it's all about expanding, not just in nation, by, but by the region in extension. So I have the great pleasure of welcoming would the cannabis duck, aka in this format, Glenwood Ferguson? Glenwood, how are you today, man? Thank you, Prophet Natty. Listen to me. I want to know if could we cut up all the rest of the stories and the <laughs> the intros and pack it all in one? Because I, I tell you what, every time you introduce me, it got better and it got better and it got better. But thank you for having me on the show. Uh, it's a pleasure, and I really appreciate it, man. Yeah, I definitely appreciate you joining us because, again, it's it's not just about this podcast, but it's about pouring into others, networking, and providing the experiences that we are having for others who may not be as invested or as knowledgeable as, as we are. So by, by all means. And I want to jump straight into it. I, I'm not too sure where to start because you you have a wealth of experience and a wealth of information to, to share with us. So as always, I think the best place to start is your, your history. What made you or what sparked you to say, you know what? Cannabis is not some, it's not a bad thing to get into. It's not a bad thing to expand my knowledge about and begin working within that space. So where did this journey actually start for you? Well, it started on a trip. I needed a vacation from the Bahamas. I really did. I was working so hard because initially I'm a photographer and videographer. So initially I was like, man, I think the last job I worked was Carnival. And I was like, bro, I need a break. I need a real break. And I I said to my cousin, I've never went to Oklahoma before, so... Could you, could you like host me? And I, it's not like I was going there for like a week or two. I told him, I said, listen, I need a vacation. So I'm coming for a month. And, (laughs) you know, I needed a real break. So I did that. I said, he showed me the city. He showed me everyone, you know, he's a uh, local DJ there. So everyone knows him. So if everybody knows him, everybody knows me. Uh, and from that, I just like, this is a vibe. Like, I didn't know, like, Oklahoma, when people hear about Oklahoma, it's like, why Oklahoma? Why is a Bahamian doing, what a Bahamian is doing down in Oklahoma? And so, like I said, it started back in 2018 there. 
just for the love of it, keep on going back. And later on, they they started their way to medicinal, everything medical marijuana. And that that went on, it passed, and I actually threw that. I met my business partner now, Hassan Burdex. Uh He was actually locked up for cannabis uh, back in 2001. Uh, and right now he's, he is the person that brought me into this cannabis era through doing what I do, videography and photography. He needed some pics. While I was down there on a vacation one time, he's like, man, I need you to take some pictures of my buds and, you know, help me with my website. So it really started from me just helping him take some random pictures of some cannabis buds. And it was like. How do we help people understand what's the definition? Because we're seeing other people do it in California where where they have having the information go under the buds and they have all of these things that make it so exciting for the consumer. So, again, me, here, me and him being friends at this time is like, bro, I just want to see whatever you do and you do it at the best that you can do it. So I started digging and I started doing more research. I started, you know, looking into what they're doing in these in California, what they're doing in Colorado, you know. And it was like, okay, I think we could do it. I really think we could do it. And with him, he gave me the leeway to do anything and everything I wanted to do. It was no horse back. And I thank him today for that because with that, it was a passion that I started to implement a lot of stuff for the cannabis industry, because again, you know, he's an old head, and I I didn't think everybody's hip in the type of things that I was trying to be so creative in the new age, new digital age with digital screens and everything. Because you know, we actually started with a dry eraser board with the uh, with the the cannabis names and screens on it. So again, implementing all these new technology into the dispensary, where I work now still as the marketing manager for the company, the Greenwood Cure. Uh, it's been it's been a real pleasure in, uh, being a part of what he has going on. And I again, it started by me just typing in information, going to Leafly, going to All Buds, and and researching and looking at the definition of what this buzz does and what where is the origin of this bud? Where does this land race uh, screen came from? And from that, it helped me understand that hey, what you smoking? is really something different and you don't even know it. Like, at that time, I was doing it just for smoking sake. I mean, I feel this little buzz and it was feeling good. But again, not understanding exactly what's going on in my body helped me to really understand what cannabis really is and what it can be for your body. So again, being so hungry for knowledge brought me to this place of where I have people now. Because again, I... I didn't call myself Dr. Wood. It didn't came from me trying to be this person of, of high esteem, but really and truly it was just people saying, hey, this young man wants to help. I want to call him my doc because I could come to him and, you know, his, his, his the things that he prescribed just out of knowledge to me, it makes me feel like he's my real doc. I want him <laughs> to work with me. Uh, and like I say, the journey is over this five-year decade. It's been it's been really exciting and to see the relief that people get that people get when the information is actually received and they could take it in and say, you know what? That screen actually helped. That 
that that transmission that that uh that patch actually worked for me. That that uh, sublingual that tincture actually worked for me, and that's where the passion comes from. Also, I mean, we don't want to be blindfolded by the lucrative side of it. I mean, we we ain't we ain't gonna play that road. But again, it has so much medical benefits that it made me say, "How can I be of help to my service? I mean, to my country." Wow, there's so many things to digest from there, and. What I really want to focus on is the similarity in the stories of many cannabis users. It just started off one by meeting a friend who would have had more knowledge about you. And you just start off using for, you know, you get any buzz, you're feeling high, you're feeling nice. And I mean, that's all well and good. But when you actually start to do more research and you start to connect with people who is using it on a different level... Yes. You start to understand, wow, this, this plant is not just about me getting high. It's an actual healing herb. And although, you know, many, many um, decades before persons who have been singing about it from Bob Marley, Peter Tosh, they say it's a healing herb. But again, you, it's only when you actually start to dig deep into it, yes. you begin to understand it from, from that aspect. So I, I'm really glad that you shared that journey of just starting from taking pictures, helping out a friend, Just and then out going a friend. into becoming the, the cannabis doc who's now helping <laughs> his people and his country in terms of healing. So it shows the level and what you could connect to it because a lot of people just think, I need to go into cannabis and become certified, etc. But right. as many other persons would have shared with me, all you're doing with cannabis is just incorporating what you already know in a different industry. I'm putting it with cannabis. That's, That's really and truly all that it is. So a, a great story. And I hope that persons actually can take from it and, and grow on their own from it. I, I tried to summarize it as best as I could. I mean, because, you know, you know, us, we, we try to. <laughs> there, there's, a, there's a lot of insights that obviously we, we can't go in. We probably will be sitting here whole day talking about the stories, talking about what we did. And there's right. so many, so many different levels. So thanks for summarizing it as best as you could. I, I, I got the gist of it. And I sh- I'm definitely sure the audience connected to For the sure. story as well. For sure. So in, in terms of the Greenwood Cure, right? So you're the marketing director. How now did you transfer from just working within the dispensary space to now coming back to the Bahamas and deciding to expand operations today? Well, it was, it was, it's crazy because at that same time, the Bahamas was in the same talks as in legalizing it for medicinal use. Uh, under the previous administration, the Free National Movement, they they did the commission, they got a report, they did it all. They did all the nine yards and and it just went flat faced because uh again, they took forever to bring it into into the um passing. And now when they actually call a snap election they lost. So everything, what was already tabled in Parliament, has to start over again from the beginning. So, again, I'm sorry, listeners, for the delay in our cannabis industry. <laughs> so, there is a delay, but I understand that you are also a consultant and you assist persons in start setting up uh, business planning, etc. How how does that, that, that work in that kind of environment where it's still a little difficult in doing so. 
Yeah, so I, I think I didn't even finish answered your first question. Because uh, right there, again, you know, so much things run through your mind. But right there, I had the knowledge and everything was going simultaneously until that point. But we was getting ready to go and everything. Because, I mean, that's what we do as Caribbean country. We go, we go out, we travel to see what could we bring back to our country. And, I, and at that point, I was like, man, my foot more than wet. My, my foot is in the water. I mean, if you if you was ready to do this tomorrow, I'm ready, and that's and that's what it was. It was like, bro, I see what they're doing in uh, in the Bahamas. We need to get ready. We need to get our soldiers ready. We need to knocking on these doors because we already have the experience. We already know what we're going to do. We know what to tackle. We saw the mistakes that we was doing in Oklahoma. We saw all these things what is happening in California. We saw how the bomb was keep on still going in, in Colorado with different things they was doing to keep to make their sense make themselves sustainable. Like it was like a no duh to me. And who doesn't want to smoke in the Bahamas and, and you know it, it so it was like everybody yeah, get ready. Yeah, we have the repetition of, you know, just being a peaceful place where everybody wants to smoke. So that that drive me also into that lucrative mindset to say, hey, I need to make sure that people know that I'm that dude. When you come on to the Bahamas and you talk about cannabis, I'm that dude. Going in, 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 that, in that space and environment, what's, what's the level of support and feedback on the ground in the Bahamas right now? Because... Uh, for, for for me and somebody who is knowledgeable, as you said, I understood that you all just stopped at, at a point and it needs to continuously start back. But what what's the feedback from citizens like in terms of setting up a cannabis industry in, in the Bahamas? Well, I tell you this again. There are people who are very hungry about this industry right now. Every day I go, I like I this is what I do. I'm 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 a cannabis activist at heart. I, I actually stop this year, I, I said to myself that I'm going to stop doing photography. I'm just going to stop doing videography. I'm going to give cannabis my entire support. And so, again, this is what I do 24-7. And the amount of comments, the amount of DMs, the amount of messages and calls that I get to say, hey, keep on doing it. We've seen you. We, we, we listening. People are finally starting to catch on to what we've been preaching. And, again... It's just at this point with the with the government where we're trying to say, hey, the people are ready. The people are willing and they are ready to, to say, what exactly are you guys going to do with this cannabis when it comes here? And I think that's where we're at with the government as activists, like saying, what do you guys plan to do when you actually said says yes to the bill? There's nothing right now happening educational-wise to break the stigma that surrounds cannabis. Good. And again, if we just sit down and don't do nothing, nothing is going to happen. So that's where the more passion came from this year, from what the cannabis doc and getting out you and being able to go on talk show and radio hosts I mean, and talk to different radio hosts and figure out how could we spread this word where are we getting this money to pull these campaigns ourselves? Because, again, if it's not coming from our pockets, we need it from someone else. We need the public to be able to, 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 to drive in the funds so we could be able to spread the word. 
Yeah, and I think that's one of the main focuses right now, especially as it's still a growing industry. And although we are progressive, I would say, in terms of in the region, a lot of our citizens are still conservative. So in terms of actually tackling the stigma, getting the education going, I think that's one of the main focuses that we we need to focus on because a lot of people still have the idea, as we were saying at the beginning, it's just about getting high and smoking. But as as both of us know it, the plant is way much more than that. Way we enjoy more, the yeah. we enjoy the, the high aspect, obviously, but it, it's way more than that. It's it, people use it as a cultural item. People use it in religious purposes. People use it for meditation, for for business. So there's so many different aspects that the plant can be used for. But again, persons such as yourself has a, a job and even myself it's a it's a heavy burden in terms of actually getting the education yes. and, and fighting yes. fighting the, the stigma and in terms of doing so i i see that you would have created and become an author of of a book yourself right so take us through the process of what sparked that idea in terms of deciding to become an author you got the book right here actually it's called the plant, the myths, and the truth. Cannabis. And I don't know if you could see the illustration, what I have drawn on the book right here. It's actually me sitting down with the, with the plant itself and asking the plant, tell me your truths. Tell me the myths that people talk about you so, so that we could understand what really you are. And that, that's, I mean, I, and I will tell you, I was sedated when I came up with this uh, <laughs> this title. <laughs> yeah, it's a trippy, it's a trippy title. Cool though. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But you know, it, it it stemmed from me just trying to understand how how do I understand you? Because people talk about you, and they talk about you without knowing you. And don't you hate that? Don't you hate someone trying to talk about you? Hear people saying, "Well, I hear so and so say this, so and so that." And just a bunch of false, false information. False narratives. Correct. False narratives being made. When I'm saying, listen to me, sit down with me and help me. Let me help you understand me. And that's what it was. That's how we came up with this. And I'll tell you what, in the pandemic, about, uh, that's 2020, I came back to the Bahamas uh, and I can remember I was staying at a hotel and my cousin said, bro, you need to start this book. Like, you need to stop playing. You need to stop playing. People, the people are behind you. You have the crowd right now. They are on you. They following you. You, you, you got to do it, bro. You got to do it. People are seeking this knowledge right now. And right now, at, at, that, at that point, it wasn't even to affect the Bahamas at that moment. Because I know that it was bigger than this. Because I actually wanted to name the book Breaking the Stigma of Cannabis in the Bahamas. But I said, no, this book is going to be... Too bigger than that. It's going to be very, very too bigger than that. And 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 doing that, I was like, this, 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 this is it. He he told me, he said, bro, you got to write this book. Now, if, if be honest, I'll be honest with myself. It took me two years to get from to get from doing it to actually doing it. And when I when I actually when I put it together, it was a compilation of the things that I learned over them two years and and prior. So it actually it was great timing for everything at the at the right time at the right time, and this book right here I I I must say it 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 breaks the stigma in my view 
by just adding basic knowledge to each. You could read the book in about seven hours for me. I, I try to read it every day. I mean, just to keep myself fresh with it. And like I said, what it, what it does is it just breaks the stigma. It helps create the narrative of what is cannabis and what is the real information behind it. Because again, like I tell you, we, we just get into this level that we could actually federally research what is cannabis. So it took a while and there are not much books out there being read. And I must tell you, I do have cannabis books that are very th thicker than this. So I said, how can I simplify this in layman terms that someone just could say, okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. And as you read the book, I, I said, I don't want to be too boring where you, don't, you can't be engaged in the book. So I wrote it as like a story. So you, you might chuckle a little here and there and laugh here and there. Because that's what I wanted to do. I, I'm a happy person. I tell you, cannabis makes me very happy. <laughs> it makes me really happy. And, and like I say, from, from doing that, I said, I don't want a boring book. I, I can't have people falling asleep and trying to say what's going to happen. So, so, so that's where all that stemmed from. No, I, th I think it was definitely a good call using that name one because now when you're breaking it down really and truly no one ever really i mean although you you can't get feedback from the plant itself <laughs> no one actually ever sit down and ask themselves the question huh how does cannabis actually see itself and and what does it actually do because Obviously, from our perspective, we would have assumptions and people would have different myths and all sorts of false narratives, as you would have rightfully said. And just titling the book, Breaking the Stigma, it doesn't tell the story. And being a story that you want to tell about breaking the, the stigma and how cannabis can change and impact your life, I definitely think it is a good call. And I was actually introduced to you through, through your book, as, as I would have mentioned to you earlier, speaking with the senator and CEO of the Barbados Medical Licensing Authority, she was really pleased and, and recommended me to reach out to you and to get more about the book. So, and I so thank you for that. I so thank you for that, Senator. I know you're listening. <laughs> she definitely will, will be listening as, as she's a fan of, of what both you and myself are doing in moving the cannabis industry further beyond not just our nations but on a regional and international level yes so i haven't gotten a copy of the book as yet but i'm definitely going to get my my hands on one i tell i tell you i i, I want to hand deliver you this one man i, yeah, I appreciate that <laughs> networking and, and you see the kind of community that the cannabis people have I, I tell you, I don't think there's any other community better than our community. And I'm boasting. I'm boasting. There's no better community you better should. than the you cannabis should. community. You, you should. As, as I say, a friend with weed is a friend in, indeed. So the amount of different relationships <laughs> I have formed by just passing a blunt or something. I think I need that on a shirt. Yo, it's, cra <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. So I, I kind of want to go backwards a little bit and, and kind of dig a little deeper okay. into your time. In, in Oklahoma, uh, the what is the what are some of the experiences that you would have had there that kind of shifted or opened up your eyes 
in terms of the whole cannabis cannabis world? Well, I could tell you from going to the different fields, the different farms, seeing the production at its highest. Uh, even like I said, you know, in in uh, Canada, take Canada, in Oklahoma, we actually could uh, the residents could grow their own plants. So I had my business partner at that time. I had my business partner at that time. He was making, he was, he was, he was growing his own plants, and he was extracting his own oil. So again, having that R and D time with the plant, even pushed me a little further because again, you would have people say that they they smoke it, they had they put, it, but a lot of people never had a chance to actually mm-hmm. nurture the plant, and that right there took a next toll on me because it was like. This plant is a beauty. The time that it took, and because because you was waiting on that 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 last moment of of of, of okay. the cycle, you was waiting on after you cure that, after you didn't put that in the jar, you could start to smell the turps and you could smell it. It was that excitement getting to that part. And it was like, whoa, this we grow that? Did we do this? And it was, I mean, you get excited. You really, you really did. So. Going going to different, uh, I, I I probably did so much conferences. I I, I still do because I love it. I meet so much people, and dialing into how much people because they they love my accent. By the way, they, the the Bahamian accent. I think I, I I think it sold in every place where I went. It sold my accent, sold everything. So it was like. Y'all bring in, y'all, y'all ain't fair because y'all bring in people from the Caribbean to deal with this cannabis. That means y'all must have got the bomb. Y'all got fire. Y'all probably got the fire. And and that's that that was the difference going and meeting so much people, not knowing how much money they got behind their name in high places where they just starting to lay because they're like, we want to know what you know. And that was that that was the breaking pottery there. You mean you could tell that whenever you spoke or whenever you speak, that people could actually sit down and no matter what the time is, just I want to hear finish, go on, go on. What else? That that was it for me. That was the breaking point for me right there. Because I'm like, I know nobody. I mean, I know I talk a lot, but come on, y'all, y'all want to hear what I got? I'm I'm actually just learning about cannabis myself. I, I'm just starting to learn about it, but. The, the knowledge that I had at that time and continue to, to, to instill in myself, people wanted to hear what I had to say. And that, 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 that left a great toll on my life. And it still, it still does right now. What are two conferences you would say you remember or you would always take with you in anything that you do going forward? Wow. I mean, I probably could remember all your the best, conferences. Your best, your best two. Your best two. <laughs> Oh, okay. You know what? I want to go with this. The first one is going to be Jamaica Canx. I must say, I, I must say that one because again, right there, that was a trip. My first two days of the conference, I didn't even have my luggage. I, I never told no one this. I didn't have. I, I went to the conference in the same clothes I wore the next day, the the previous day. No, I didn't tell no one because I I just was hungry to be there amongst mm-hmm. our people. I I really I really wanted to say, hey, I am Glenwood Ferguson with the cannabis dog from the Bahamas. 
And this is my journey. That's that's what it was for me. It was like, and, and I mean, as you go to introducing yourself, because I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm very boisterous at hand, and you know I, I know how to communicate. It's my, it's all I do. When I went around, and I started shaking everyone's hand, and I said, "I'm from the Bahamas." Everybody, like it, it just was a stop. Everybody, you from where? Bet. Hey, you meet you met him? Did you meet him? And and it spread like wildfire. It spread like wildfire because everybody. I was the only person here uh, at the conference from uh, from uh, from the Bahamas, and everybody was like, "Hey, if he, uh, that means he's serious about this." And and again, all of that made me say, "You know what? You on the right track, bro. You on the right track. Keep on doing it." And you you telling me just now you was recommended uh, to me from the senator of Barbados. Just by me leaving a book with Tracy, their communications director, she passes on to her boss, and now me and you talking. So again, you can't tell me that the work that we ain't, what we uh, gentlemen are doing in this Caribbean right now for our country and our region, we ain't, we Definitely. we're working. I think I really think we're working. And that, that's that's really inspirational because. That the drive, as you said, to just, you, you don't even have your luggage, but you just know that you want to be here, you want to grow, you want to learn, and you put yourself in a position to do so, and things that things will just happen accordingly. Uh, I think a lot of people yes. looking for, for, that sort of, for that sort of drive and hearing it from somebody who is doing it definitely is is inspirational i mean that that passion is passing on to me just having this conversation with you because i same same mindset i i, I could recall one of the first times i am I'm, I'm in jamaica i mean i'm not i don't know anyone who is probably versed or anyone who is knowledgeable owning anything and i'm just going into the dispensaries and i'm asking to speak with with managers and lo and behold i went into kaya I asked her to speak with the manager, not even thinking that I'll be able to speak with the CEO. And she put me onto the CEO to have a conversation um, with him. Um, shout out to, to Mr. Bali. I mean, phenomenal guy, knowledgeable. So, hey, and you wouldn't believe, you wouldn't believe I met him in Jamaica at the conference at Canex. He he was actually the second mm-hmm. person I nah, met. Great, great guy, great guy. <laughs> and so, you see, so it just goes to show you the, the power that it has in terms of moving our country further connecting across different borders because i think we all want to see each other win in the long in the long run it wouldn't be on the same yes. path yes we may not do it, do it the same way however each of us want to see each other win and win as a as a region and just you being from the bahamas i didn't know anyone in the, in the bahamas who is actually invested and pushing the cannabis industry so Seeing you do your thing, man, again, it's, it's really commendable and, and must give you props to you and your team in, in pushing, pushing that, man. Thank you, man. So, Appreciate that. I, I want to... That, that was one of your conferences, so you have a next conference for me. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, let me see. Uh, probably I'm going to go with Canacon. Canacon, when this was... When I met my fellow Bahamian... Valen Bodhi. I'll say that. Canacon OKC. OKC. Yes. Canacon OKC. That's uh, in the same spot where okay. I'd be at Oklahoma. Uh, yeah. So uh, Oklahoma City, they had a Canacon there uh, one year. And 
my friend Valen Bodhi, he had a booth at Canacon, and I was able to meet him, take some pictures, get some of his soil. You see, they call him the soil, soil guru. guru. They call him the soil guru. All right. So uh, it, I think that was one of my good, the good one, because uh, we had so much Bahamian represent, uh, representing uh, us in Oklahoma at that time. Uh, talking about cannabis, so that that was a warm feeling there too to know that it wasn't just me pushing at that time and doing it actually in Oklahoma. Taking all of that you would have learned, all that you would have seen, the different experiences. What are some of the things that you would like to see in the Bahamas regarding the cannabis industry within the next two years, within the next five years? Oh, let me tell you. Two to five years is too far for me with my uh, with my expectations for them. I, I must say that. Uh, I I feel like we should be talking about in the next two to three months. I, I think we're better. Be doing. I think we're better. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's what we need to be doing right now. Education is really important, and you know. I, I could I could go down that road where I, I do the biblical where we we are destroyed for a lack of knowledge and it actually is the truth. If you don't know, if you really don't know, you will never know. And if you don't try to know, you will also never know. So right now, with with with, with what I did actually too was with my book, I did an additional workbook. So we could do forums. We could do. Uh, town hall meetings, and we could go out and we could give, uh, we could give uh, the public these books, and they could go and write in these books and write down what they've learned, because there there are questions there, there are many questions throughout this book, and I did it so because I I don't I don't want people just to have this notion where they they just read the book and they don't get it. That that's not my thing. I, I I want to have that dialogue with with you. So I said I'm going to put some questions in this book, and I I want you to give me your don't don't get, don't some don't uh write exactly what you see in the book because the book is there for the information. But I want you now summarize it, put it in your own words, and because that's that's what cannabis is. You could you could take the base root of what cannabis is and you could summarize it in, in your own words. Because again, cannabis works differently in each and everyone's body. How, how cannabis works in my body works totally different for how it works in your body. So again, when we when we did when we did uh, put this workbook together, it was designed for you to say, okay, I think I'm ready to tell people what really cannabis is, in my own words. All right. That's, I mean, that's as necessary and as essential as anyone can, can put it, man. We had to start from, from that aspect. And I've never seen a book actually incorporate that, that practical aspect in terms of you now putting it into your, own, into your own words so that it could fit you. And I, I preach that all the time. You know, it, it, it impacts each and every one of us differently. At the beginning, you know, we just think of it as one plant and whatever you use, it will have the same effect. But again, each, each time you use the plant, each different strain, all of it is, is different. The different effects, the different feelings you will get from either growing it, from using it, applying it as a topical. So I, I'm really glad that you have that practical aspect in it so that people could connect to the material and to the plant even more so. 
Glenn, I'm, uh, yo, I, I, I feel it to talk to you whole day because, I mean, uh, as you pour into, as you pour into me, uh, it, it just inspires me and, and drives my passion, passion further, man. It, it's the feedback, man. It's the passion between the both of us, man. And, and you know, I, I'm so sorry to your listening audience that I, I, I do do a lot of rambling. And I got to I gotta say that on air so people forgive me <laughs> because it is, is, is to this point that I've been seeking a, a platform where I could give all of this information to. And it's so much that's in me, and I get so sidetracked because there's so much I want to give back. There's so much I want to ploy into the many listeners out there. And again, I think I got to move forward with talking to you more about these podcasts because we got to do it. And we got to do it for our country. We got to do it for our people. And and that's where I'm at right now with my career. Uh, like I told you, I stopped doing all the videography and photography to be put it right in this spot where we at right now. Because we got to be the change. And, 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 and I tell you again, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I take the time and taking the time out to talk to me. This, this young 25 year old boy right here. Born and raised in the Bahamas, but is ready to transform That's the world. Energy, man. Well, that makes you, you and me, because I'm 25 as, well, I'm not 25 as yet, but I'm on my 25th year of, of life. So, I mean, we, we have a mission and definitely this is the last time we are speaking, man. This is the beginning of a, of a lifelong partnership. I could definitely see. And there's, yes. there's much yes, more yes, to be done yes. in the Bahamas, in Trinidad and Tobago yes. and across the, the region. But before we even, even close, I always like to get you know, outside of the cannabis world, you know, we are humans, we are people, we have different lives. So when you are not fully invested into your yeah. cannabis advocacy, what are some of the things you may do to, for your enjoyment for spare time? Well, again, I think everything what I do is surrounded around cannabis. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I didn't, I didn't talk about the many things that actually, I have more than just a book. I do actually have carts that I have uh, in Oklahoma already made, sell, selling in dis- different dispensaries. So if you're thinking you you couldn't do it yourself, you can do it. Trust me. I got product. I mean, and I'm so I I, I can't wait for the Bahamas to get on screen so I can bring my product down here and start selling it down here. Uh, merchandise, working on all these different things, and that's like I said this. This is what keeps me excited because I get to meet so much like-minded people. And just what we're doing right now, I do what other folks just sort of random sitting in uh, my uh, one of my other friends' good shops, uh, Smokers Den. That's where they sell my books here in the Bahamas. Uh, where, I, where I be able to sign books live on the spot with people. And see, this is what I do. Like I say, I hang out to be able to be an inspiration to others. Good vibes, man. Good vibes. So... As we as we close, just um, inform the audience where they could find you, more about your work, where they could purchase your books. Just learn more about what's happening with regards to to you. Okay. Uh well again, you could follow me on all platforms at Wood the Cannabis Doc. That's D W O O D T H E C A N N A B I S D O C on all platforms. Uh, you could go to my website also, woodthecannabisdoc.com. Uh, you can email me at woodthecannabisdoc at gmail.com. 
And like I like I do on every platform, I do give my numbers out because I, the, the calls don't stop. 918-934-3996. That's uh, my U.S. number. And for my Bahamian number is 425 It's 242-425-7758. Uh, like I say, it's been a pleasure, my guy, uh, Prophet Nadi, and, and listen to me. There, there's much things that we as a body can do, and it starts with us. So, again, I commend you on this great show. I commend you on the channel and what you're doing in this community. And, hey, you inspired me to get myself up because it took me a while to get all these things around me set up. <laughs> I mean, again... I, I couldn't do it, and I, I want to thank my, actually my producer, Farman Ferguson. I want to thank him also for even helping me put this thing together. That's actually my backbone. That's that's what helps me, Prophet Nadi. If it, it, you got to have a solid backbone. You got to have a solid crew, because a lot of things that I think passes through, I send it to them, and they ver they clean me up. I tell you no lie. That's why again I tell people I don't hate. I show appreciation because I ain't arrived. I'm still learning, and there's many things that I need to know. So, hey, if you want success in life, take take these these lessons and listen to the people around you, man. The ones who really want to see better for you. That's definitely sound advice, and I'm glad that you gave it because I was going to ask what advice you can leave with the audience, but I think that essentially summarized it. And shout out to your producer as well, and because he actually took the slogan of meditate and educate to to the extreme. Because not many yes. will know, but he blessed the podcast before we actually start. And that was the first time that I, I, I got someone blessing the podcast for us before we actually started. So that's the kind of energy that we're putting into the work that we do. And again, big up your producer, big up your team. And again, we thank you once again Much for joining love, us, man. man. Much love. And so my people, this has been another episode of the Caribbean Cannabis Channel coming to you from the Bahamas as well as Trinidadian inside of the Cayman Islands. So, tune in next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Caribbean Cannabis Channel. Be sure to like and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook so you don't miss out on any of the exciting news happening across the region. Until next time, remember to meditate and educate.